This is the Outside of Sunday Christmas series. In the lead up to Christmas, we are going to be looking at some of the most controversial and curious questions surrounding Christmas. And today we are talking Christmas trees. Did you know that the Bible apparently bans Christmas trees and they are pagan symbols of worship? Apparently. Let's get to the bottom of it. Hey, you're listening to the Outside of Sunday podcast. Is your faith stuck on Sunday? Christianity was never meant to be constrained to a weekly church service. I'm Krista, and I'm here to help and encourage you to live your faith outside of Sunday. In the last episode, we covered a little bit on the Christmas tree, but I feel like it needs its own episode in a deeper look because many people would say that not only is the Christmas tree a pagan symbol, but more seriously, the Bible actually bans Christmas trees. To kick things off, let's hear from that fantastic resource, gotquestions.com and their article, Should We Have a Christmas Tree? They say the modern custom of a Christmas tree does not come from any form of paganism. There is no evidence of any pagan religion decorating a special holiday tree for their midwinter festivities. Although the Romans celebrated the winter solstice with a festival called Saturnalia in honour of Saturnus, the god of agriculture. They decorated their houses with greens and lights and exchanged gifts. Late in the Middle Ages, Germans and Scandinavians placed evergreen trees inside their homes or just outside their doors to show their hope in the forthcoming spring. So we have a history of Romans decorating their houses with greenery and lights, giving gifts even, and the Germans and Scandinavians putting evergreen trees inside or just outside their homes to show their hope of the coming spring. But what we don't see is any association with a religion, no idol symbolism, no worship associated with a tree inside the home. But it had to have started somewhere. The gotquestions.com article continues, The first Christmas tree was decorated by Protestant Christians in the 16th century Germany. In 16th century Germany, our modern Christmas trees evolved from these early German traditions. So rather than pagan roots, what we actually see is that it was Christians who began the tradition of decorating a tree at Christmas time. Phew, you can rest easy. The children might not have to experience the trauma of mum frantically dragging the Christmas tree out of the house. And if you are someone who likes to have a Christmas tree up at Christmas time, things are looking pretty good so far. But what about the Bible ban? Isn't there a passage of scripture in the Bible that clearly is talking about pagans worshipping decorated trees? Let's have a look. This is the passage of scripture that some Christians point people to and say, look, here is clear evidence that the Bible bans Christmas trees. We're talking, oh, we're looking at Jeremiah 10 verses 1 to 16. Hear what the Lord says to you, people of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the ways of the nations or be terrified by signs in the heavens, though the nations are terrified by them. For the practices of the peoples are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so it will not totter or fall over. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field, their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. If we read this passage of scripture 
carefully without jumping at words like tree and decorate, we can see that this passage is actually not talking about a Christmas tree. It's talking about a wooden idol. It said they cut out a tree from the forest and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. It's wood carving. There is nothing here referring to an intact tree with its greenery being placed and decorated in a home. It's talking about a wooden idol being carved from a cut down tree and then decorated with silver and gold. If we were to use this as proof decks to say that we should not have a Christmas tree or Christmas trees in our homes, then you could go on to say that anything wooden, carved and decorated should not be in our homes. The gotquestions.com article in response to the Jeremiah verse says this, Even a cursory reading of the text makes it clear that this passage is one in which Jeremiah sets forth the prohibition against idols made of wood, plated with silver and gold, and worshipped. A similar idea appears in Isaiah 44, where Isaiah speaks of the silliness of idol worshippers who cut down a tree, burn part of it in the fire to warm themselves, and then use the other part to fashion an idol, which they then bow down to. So unless we bow down before our Christmas tree, carve it into an idol and pray to it, these passages cannot be applied to Christmas trees. And look, if your conscience convicts you regarding Christmas trees, and you cannot bear to have one in your home, it is totally fine. Bless you, sister. You do not need to have a Christmas tree to honor the birth of our Lord at Christmas time. So if your conscience is convicted, don't do it. When I was growing up, we wouldn't always have a Christmas tree. Some years, my mom would help us create a big nativity scene. Instead, we would make a stable out of a clothes horse and a sheet. And then we would put decorations on it with lights and things like that hanging down. Baby Jesus was one of our baby dolls that we wrapped and put in a toy cot that we had and we had some hay around it because we lived in a, at a farm at that time and my mom would make, uh, she made like little fake gold and frankincense and myrrh presents that we would all put by the manger and that's where our gifts would go too. It was pretty cute. <laughs> um, so you could you could do that if you wanted to, if you wanted to have some kind of alternative, but whatever you do. The point is to honor the Lord, whatever way we choose to celebrate Christmas. So if you don't think it's right to have a Christmas tree up, but your sister in Christ is happy to share pics of her gorgeous tree on social media, she has no problem with it. She's free to do it. It works both ways. If I were the Christmas tree social media queen and noticed that you decided not to have a Christmas tree at your house, it's nothing to me. You are free either way. Romans 14 is a great one. <laughs> Let's read verse 5 to 17. One person considers one day more sacred than the other. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. This is the last point I want to make on the Christmas tree. We call it a Christmas tree. We don't call it a forest goddess celebration tree. 
The fact that we call it a Christmas tree is showing that we, we are using it as part of the celebration of the birth of Christ Jesus. It's about the heart of the matter. By choosing to acknowledge Jesus through the putting up of a Christmas tree, that is what gives it meaning. We put a star on top of the tree to remember the star that wise men followed to Jesus. We decorate it with angels, lights, beautiful things as part of an outward expression of our celebration of the birth of Christ. And we talk about these things as we decorate it as a family. As we put on lights, we can talk about how Jesus is the light of the world. As we put the star on top, we can talk about that too, how the wise men followed the star to Jesus. We put gifts under the tree. And as we do that, we can remind our children and ourselves of the greatest gift ever given, Jesus Christ, God's son in the flesh, here to dwell dwell among us and to ultimately give his life for us. Do or do not, there is no right or wrong in this case. Just honor the Lord and have grace for each other. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast Christmas series. I'll catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end of this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Thanks for the support. Become an official outsider by liking and subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search Outside of Sunday podcast. And don't forget to let someone you know know about this podcast.